1: Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast. You know me. It's your girl. I'm Michaela Perkins. Thank you all so much for joining. Don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you wouldn't mind leaving me a five-star review, it would be greatly appreciated. I'm so glad to be coming to you on this Friday. We're a little late, but you can blame Max Simpson. Everybody go tweet at him and tell him it's his fault. Just no, tweet do not
0: tweet it. at Max. It is not <laughs> his fault.
1: Um, we're still choosing to blame Faj, though. Faj is behind the Mac. Father Overlord Jacob. Jacob, I know it's been a hectic morning. Uh, we got a poor little sick baby in the household. But, oh my uh, God.
0: Trying to do all these graphics on top of... Trying to take care of my kiddo has been so yeah. challenging.
1: That's why I'm never having kids. <laughs> I just have me to take care of. And that is enough, let me tell you, because it's a lot to take care of myself. <laughs> I don't know how I'm a functioning adult. Honestly, I don't even th- I don't think I would call myself functioning like I'm just alive. <laughs> like I'm an adult and I'm here, but it's going to be great. We have a lot to talk about today on the Phoenix Sports podcast. We've got Bradley Beal. We've got Devin Booker. We've got Kyler Murray. We've got James Conner. Not actually all together yet, But it's debut season, baby, and they are on their way, which is super exciting because we are tortured Arizona sports fans that have had to endure uh, a very, very long 11 months without Kyler Murray, which is crazy to think about. It's been 11 months, my God, Um, and the beginning to a very rocky sun season, which I don't really know if we were anticipating it being um so rocky because obviously there's been a lot of money spent and a lot of moves made and uh obviously we would hope that it would go a little bit better than this but this is where we're at so you know what it's okay uh shout out to everyone in the comments daniel it's tpsp friday let's go charles also doesn't think he's a functioning adult that's what i'm talking about uh (laughs) hi mama chris hi everyone hi connor hi fam so glad you were all here if you haven't signed up to be a part of the fam yet what are you doing why what's happening you have to sign up to be a fam a part of the phnx fam The diehards know they have it the best go over to gophnx.com and sign up to be a diehard there are so many great reasons to be a diehard you get 20 percent off on merch all the time on top of already getting a free t-shirt you get discounts on events which we have a lot coming up you guys we've got a sun's takeover on the 15th which um, by the way, it might, Bra- might be Devin Booker's first game um, back after this injury and the first time we get to see the big three all together. So you're definitely going to want to go to that. We've got a Cardinals watch party at Gila River Wild, Has- Wild Horse Pass Casino this coming Sunday, which we're giving away a Kyler Murray signed football jersey and helmet, which are all in the back of my car, by the way. I don't know who put me in charge <laughs> of keeping the Kyler Murray signed merchandise, but I feel like that was a bad decision. <laughs> Because I don't know if I'm responsible enough to have all the Kyler Murray signed merch in my car, but I have it. Um, And you have a chance to win it if you come to our watch party. Left it in your car. Yeah, it's just in my car right now. Put
0: it in your apartment
1: well i have like that I, feel, little, I feel like but
0: like but like leaving your car feels like you're just asking for somebody I have, to like, steal it little
1: like trunk cover you know so no one can see what's in the back and it's in like a very if non- a thief
0: wants to get in your car they're gonna get in your car whether they're, they're like ah, oh, crap well, i can't see in the trunk
1: if they break into my car they got a bunch of kyle murray stuff so hopefully that doesn't happen but we hope to see you out at our watch party on sunday we also have our territorial cup takeover coming up soon which is going to be so exciting there better be more sun devils at this territorial cup takeover than there are wildcats or i'm gonna riot uh, you get a lower level ticket to the game and we're doing a pre meetup at illegal pizza on mill so definitely go grab your tickets to that you can get all of your tickets to these events at the events website our the events tab on our website that's where they are um but you get discounts on that if you're a diehard so make sure you join the fam there's a ton of great reasons to be a part of the fam um you know just just come hang out with us we're awesome All right, Jacob, let's get into it. I'm so excited, you guys, in case you couldn't tell by the smile on my face. Kyler Murray is back! He's back! I'm so happy. It's official as of this morning. According to Jonathan Gannon, Kyler Murray is going to start on Sunday. Let her rip, Jacob!
0: Yeah, Kyler's going to start. Yeah, Kyler's going to start. Yeah, Kyler's going to start. Yeah, Kyler's, gonna start. Yeah, Kyler's gonna start.
1: Kyler's gonna start. I had to loop that video and play it so many times because you guys it has been 11 months to the day since we have seen Kyler Murray play football. I am so excited. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Harry Potter. Jacob are you a Harry Potter person?
0: I'm a big time Harry Potter Okay, okay, okay. So
1: you're going to appreciate this reference. You know in one of the Harry Potter movies when uh, the Minister of Magic comes down in the little like um, flu uh, uh, fireplace and then he sees Voldemort and he's like, he's he's back. back. Yes! That that energy! That energy! He's back! I'm not calling Kyler Murray Voldemort. Just after being in
0: utter denial for like four movies. Yes. He's
1: back! Yes. After the denial, we all know that he's coming back. I am not calling Kyler Murray Baltimore by any stretch of the imagination, but that is the energy that I have. Like, I, I haven't fully, like, accepted it. It hasn't, like, set in with me yet. The fact that I get to watch Kyler Murray play football is just, like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's happening. You guys, it has been the most rough 11 months of my life. Like, anyone that thought Kyler Murray shouldn't be a starter or they made the wrong decision – like. This, I hope, has been the biggest lesson for you because if you haven't been miserable watching the Arizona Cardinals play football for the last 11 months, you might need to go seek professional help because it has been <laughs> it has been miserable. It has been absolutely terrible in the last um, 11 months that we haven't seen him play. So if you ever doubted that Kyler Murray should be the starter for this team at some point, I hope you eat your words because... Um, we don't really have a better option at this point. Um, I would take anything over Clayton Tune, to be honest. I'll suit up and go play quarterback at this point. Um, but in case you have forgotten, um, and if you need a reminder, Kyler Murray can still sling it, and we've seen him do so at practice. So, yeah. That is a uh, Dime. Dime, dime, dime. So Kyler Murray can still sling it. And um, I don't know about you, but I'm excited to watch him play we need him to come back obviously we know that he's had a torn acl um, he tore his acl last december against the patriots um i just want you all to know that including the week 14 loss in the 2022 regular season arizona has gone one in 13 without kyler murray one in 13. they have won one game without kyler murray um that's Is not that great good that's not good Jacob. that's not good that is not good um we've only seen one cardinals victory in the 11 months that we have missed kyler murray <sighs> it's been painful um the fact that there are still cardinals fans riding and dying for their team i have so much respect for you guys because i just mentally check out to be honest like it is rough trying to watch this team <laughs> hey i'm a ravenclaw what do you mean slytherin that you have
0: is- big slytherin vibes
1: are you for sure
0: yeah I think you you need to take I think you need to take another test today no
1: I'm a Ravenclaw which test did you take the Pottermore test okay yeah Pottermore says I'm a Ravenclaw so I am not a Slytherin I honestly take offense to that doesn't
0: matter Hufflepuff's the elite house over any of the houses but (laughs) no
1: the whole chat agrees with me sorry I just got so sidetracked but when someone calls me a Slytherin I have to like stop for a second because I take this so seriously and I'm so proud to be a Ravenclaw because I'm a genius um Anyways, back on track. Christy in the comments, the one against the Cowboys was the win, so I'm happy. That honestly is valid. Um, watching the Cardinals beat the Cowboys in the way that they did was so amazing. I think I said this on one of my TPSP episodes in the back, but like I didn't care if the Cardinals lost any other games, if as long as they won against the Cowboys, that's all I care about because. When the Cowboys lose, America wins. And the fact that the Cardinals were the ones that beat the Cowboys was the best thing on the face of the planet. So, yes, the Cardinals are 1-13 without Kyler Murray, but damn it, they beat the Cowboys. So, that one victory is pretty freaking sweet. Um... So that makes me want to wonder, though, how does Kyler Murray feel about making his return? And he spoke to the media for the first time in what feels like forever, because if you didn't know, the injured players aren't really made available to the media um, except for special circumstances. So Kyler Murray, we haven't even heard from him in months. And this is the first time we've heard from him. Um, and it was just so great seeing him like <laughs> alive. <laughs> and like functioning like I know he's been alive the whole time but like when you don't see someone or like he's hear from back. them <laughs> he's back um, it's like back of mind you know like out of sight out of mind um, so this is what Connor Murray had to say about the fact that he is coming back
0: kind of emotionless in a sense um yeah nah, not trying to be too high too low you know at the end of the day we're playing football um, it's a blessing to be, be able to be out there with my teammates Move around, run, you know, walk. Uh, so it was a long, long um, 10 months. You know, uh, never you know, never, dealt with that before. So doing the same thing every day, uh, waking up, you know, trying to get better each and every day. Sometimes, you know, not feeling good. Some days feeling better. Um, you know, but to now be here, it's, it's a good feeling.
1: That kind of makes me emotional a little bit. Like, I... I feel for him so hard, like he has had to put so much work into coming back to a team that is not in great shape and to a fan base that is very polarizing when it comes to him as a quarterback, as a starting quarterback. And as a former like athlete ish, I played soccer in high school. I had my knee blown out. I had to get knee surgery. I know personally how hard that rehabilitation is. Like I still my my knee got blown out when I was a senior in high school and I still don't have full range of motion. Like it hurts to squat like so I can only I mean, obviously, Kyler Murray is going to be a lot better at rehabbing than I was. But like personally, I know how hard that journey back is because I did it and it was terrible it was not fun at all like i would rather have any other injury i think besides a knee injury because it is so painful and it's so hard to um rehab from because you use your knee 100 of the time so i feel for kyler for sure i know how hard that rehabilitation process is and I can't imagine, like, the mental state that he was in because all he's ever done is win until he came to the Cardinals and then he lost. But um, he's been a very successful athlete. So it's a it's a tough mental thing to go through. It's a tough physical thing to go through. Um, and then there was this narrative out there that he's going to not want to come back. He's going to take his sweet time. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about this team. He doesn't care about the fans. He's just going to take his sweet time. We might not see him play again in a Cardinals uniform because he doesn't even want to be here. Like, that narrative was spiraling out of control and i know he was aware of it and so you've got to rehab from this terrible injury on top of a fan base that is like 50 50 against you or for you and a narrative out there that's like super harmful to your mental state um and so to watch him take the field is going to be really really cool and you know it's it's going to be important to remember not to get too high or too low because there's an entire new coaching staff that Kyler has to work with. He has a new offensive coordinator. He has a new head coach. He basically has a new roster, um, Hollywood Brown and Zach Ertz, which I don't know if Zach Ertz is going to be playing or not because he's always injured. Um, but Hollywood be. Brown basically um, is his only like solid teammate that he had in the past Um that he's thrown to consistently. So there's a lot that is going to factor into the game against the Falcons on Sunday. Thankfully, they're playing the Falcons, um, which isn't necessarily the best team in the NFL by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be emotional. I think watching Kyler come back. It takes a lot to come back from something like this and he's done it. He's put in the work. he's put in the effort and the time. and we've heard nothing but amazing things from Jonathan Gannon, who has been watching his rehabilitation process to his teammates in the locker room that've all said that they're so excited for Kyler to come back. Um, and I'm really I'm happy for Kyler and I'm excited to watch him play because honestly, like I said before, anything <laughs> is gonna be better than, What We've watched this last 11 months. Uh, If you missed last last week's game, they got shut out. Um, Didn't score a single point, not one, not a field goal, not a safety. Nothing happened um, last Sunday. So it's been a journey for Cardinals fans. It's been a journey for Kyler Murray. It's going to be a journey again because he's got to get used to his new offensive coordinators' uh, play calling. He's got to get used to jonathan Gannon's coaching style. He's got, you know, all these factors going into, you know, what's going to make or break this team going forward. So, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes, but I'm just excited that we have a glimmer of hope because uh, as much as I love Josh Dobbs as a person, um he is a backup quarterback and should always be a backup quarterback. Clayton Tune obviously is not going to pan out. So, it gives me hope that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We've gone through the last 11 months of misery only watching them win one game and we're finally at a point now where we get to watch hopefully (laughs) them uh, a better offense because um we hit rock bottom last week playing the browns and not scoring a single point so it's only up from here honestly if kyler can get a single <laughs> can get some sort of offense generated and get like a single touchdown or even just get his team in field goal range it'll be an improvement fourth quarter.
0: <laughs> all i care about give, give me something in the fourth quarter cuz they do give don't. me
1: something Anything i mean i guess in, in the, the ravens quarter. game
0: there was that late comeback but that was just all the pressure was off like give me Give me give me some meaningful football down yeah. the stretch.
1: Just meaningful football. Like just don't get shut out by the Cleveland Browns. Like <laughs> Just get your team in field goal range so they can kick a field goal. I don't care. Just get something on the board. Um so I guess that honestly I I might be a good thing that they got shut out by the Browns last week because the bar is on the floor the bar's low like it is in hell there is no I don't know if I can
0: limbo under it it's so low <laughs>
1: it is so low there's nothing there's nothing could that can get worse Can get under the bar no so we've gotten to a point where we'll take anything and I think that's a great setup for Kyler Murray's return because as long as they can get points on the board it's gonna be better than last week Um, but I'm just excited. I'm so excited to watch Kyler play football. I hope you're all excited to watch Kyler play football because my God, it's been terrible watching anyone else under center play football this past year. So it's going to be great to watch him out on the field. I know that I'm not the only person excited because we've had teammates that have come out to talk about how excited they are, including the one and only (laughs) it's not like he's anyway whatever Trey McBride who is a great player is potentially tight end number one um, on the depth chart but currently is currently is um, would probably be if there were other options available anyways in my opinion Um, but here's what Trey McBride had to say about color coming back
0: yeah absolutely you know kyler coming back is a huge uh asset for our team you got james coming back as well it just kind of feels like uh rejuvenated reduced and uh obviously you know going in to win this game and uh have those two guys back would be a huge key to this offense
1: yeah huge key to the offense um the offense has done nothing <laughs> as of late. And he Trey McBride obviously mentioned someone else in that little quote, which we're gonna talk about right now. Um Trey McBride mentioned James Conner is on his way back. James Connor has been activated off the injured list. That doesn't necessarily mean he is going to start or play on Sunday, but he has been designated to return. Um the Cardinals still have about three-ish weeks to put him um back into like a game scenario and activate him um they could do it on sunday which i think would be great because i think it would be great to get the gang back together and give kyler another consistent person that he has played with in the past um, someone that he knows that he can rely on and someone that is a workhorse um he is obviously an amazing running back a little injury prone but that's fine (laughs) um he's better than the two other running backs we've got on the roster currently it's always Um, been a, a,
0: a shocking thing to me how injury prone he actually is yeah because like as a physical specimen he is just like shredded yeah and you're like oh yeah that guy looks like he probably shouldn't get hurt and then it's like oh no he's hurt like it's a it's really unfortunate because it looks like you know like a guy gets hurt like a guy like kevin durant gets hurt and you're like oh like long like slender like yeah 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 it makes sense yeah but a guy like james connor gets hurt and you're like whoa like that's what
1: yes it's true it is weird but i mean we could talk about how lackluster this offense has been since kyler murray hasn't been playing the running game obviously has really hurt without james connor too um no shade to Keontae Ingram or Amari De Mercado, but they're just not James Conner. And the uh, last four games that Connor, James Conner has missed has shown how important James Conner is to the running game um, because Keontae Ingram and Amari De Mercado, they just can't produce the same um, yardages that James Conner can. When the Cardinals were shut out by the Browns, they were missing both James Conner and Amari De Mercado the o-line was obviously a little beat up um it just it was bad it was a bad game um as a team the cardinals averaged two yards per carry (laughs) um they had 21 rushing attempts and 41 total yards of rushing offense um that's not great that is really bad um It looked like a JV football team was out there against the Browns. (laughs) The lack of run game was obviously a massive uh, factor in the team's 58 total yards of offense. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying that. They had 58 total yards of offense. That was the Ladies and
0: gentlemen, this is an actual reaction to her reading the, the stat line
1: well I mean like obviously well, like, I read it before but I know you did but like but saying the, it out like loud, the reaction
0: like that wasn't like you like talking you like legitimately had a reaction there
1: well that's because it's the first time I've said like I read it and I processed it but it's my first time saying it out loud they generated brutal. 58 yards of offense um, that was their worst offensive output for the franchise since 1955 when they were the Chicago Cardinals uh, <laughs> so literally the bar is in hell the bar is on the floor like I was saying before Um, there's nowhere to go but up and as much as I love kind of... (laughs) ingram and day mercado we need james Conner back we need james Conner back we need kyler murray back we can't afford to have another 58 <laughs> yards of total office <laughs> performance again my god that is actually terrible um jonathan gannon did speak to the media today and he said that it's a day by day basis his direct quote was we'll see how it goes today but he is trending in the right direction in reference to james Conner, um his impact can literally cannot be understated Despite being placed on injured reserve due to a knee injury in Week Five, James Conner still paces Arizona in rushing attempts with 68 and total yards 364, which means he's second, only behind Josh Dobbs, who is obviously no longer on the team. Um, and he played four fewer, three fewer, less games than Josh Dobbs did, and he's still obviously uh, racked up a lot of yards before he got injured. So. We need James Conner back. I'm just going to keep saying it until he comes back. We need James Conner back we're really bad uh we need kyler murray back we need to see literally anything better than what we saw on sunday because sunday was an absolute joke but like i said before we're going to make sure not to get too high and we're not going to get too low which is what jonathan gannon said to kyler murray he said hey you know maybe tamper your expectations a little bit for your return it's your first time out of the gate from your knee injury and this is the funniest thing ever jonathan gannon said quotes that's what i told him he laughed right in my face kyler (laughs) honestly i love that energy though this is his
0: like anti-villain arc because everybody knows that kyler murray has kind of been like a a, a, quote-unquote villain since coming into the league but like this is his like he's like yeah this is this is he's in his taylor he's in his i'm about to just prove everybody wrong phase
1: yeah for sure and obviously like jonathan gannon and like Kyler laughing at Jonathan Gannon isn't like a don't make that out to what it's not like it's a funny thing like it's a funny interaction between the two of them so please don't read into that more than it is but I just love that like Jonathan I can just picture it in my head like Jonathan going to Kyler like hey like it's okay like you know damp your expectations it's not a big deal and then Kyler's just like (laughs) like that makes me laugh so hard. Because I, I have a feeling that like Kyler has this huge chip on his shoulder where he knows there's a lot of doubters out there and a lot of people expecting him to fail. And he has like the biggest drive in the world to prove those people wrong. And I can I can just picture that interaction. And it just makes me laugh. But uh, I'm excited to watch Kyler. I'm like, hopefully, fingers crossed, James comes back. It'll be great if we get them both at the same time. But if not, that's okay. And if you want to see it in person... You can do that and get tickets on the Game Time app because our game time game of the week is the Atlanta Falcons versus the Arizona Cardinals at home out at State Farm Stadium. You can get tickets to this game right now, you guys, for $14. You can go to this game and potentially watch both Kyler Murray and James Conner back on the field for the first time in a while together again. Um, but going to watch Kyler Murray play for the first time is for the first time in 11 months is worth the price of admission in itself. Tickets as low as $14 right now on the GameTime app. There's also some lower level tickets that you can get that are a little bit more expensive. But honestly, for an NFL game that is as important as Kyler's first game back is, it's not that bad. So head on over to Game Time. They are the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. They have the best last minute ticket deals for procrastinators like me who maybe want to go to the game, but don't buy tickets until the last minute. Game Time is the place for you to go. The process is Fast, easy, efficient, smooth, and seamless. You can snag tickets without stress with Game Time. All you have to do is download the Game Time app, create an account and use promo code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. But if you are maybe like out in the East Valley and you don't want to drive all the way to Glendale or you're like a little bit more low key and you don't want to do the whole like in person game situation where you have to park and then go into the stadium you can hang out with us at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass for our Cardinals watch party we are going to be on the second floor of the casino at the Top Golf Swing Suite Swing Suite say that five times fast you said it
0: right the first time swing, you swing, doubted swing, yourself
1: swing seat swing swing, swing well swing, now you're swing, just messing about swing you had suite. it <laughs> and you
0: chose to ruin it
1: <laughs> we're going to be doing our watch party out there we're going to be doing some Top Golf simulators we're going to be watching football game there's going to be food and drink specials and we're giving away a bunch of kyler Murray signed gear as long as it doesn't get stolen out of the back of my vehicle i hope nobody knows what car i drive because then they're just going to be looking out for my car because they know i have a kyler Murray helmet and jersey and football in the back of my car fingers crossed it doesn't get broken into as long as it doesn't you can get your merch because it's going to be giving away at our watch party come hang out with us at gila rivers resorts and casinos wild horse pass that's the one in chandler off the i-10 like south of the 202 again second floor top golf swing suite And we're so excited to partner with Hilo River Resorts and Casinos because no one does it better. They offer an authentic and immersive experience with an unprecedented level of entertainment and excitement that you won't find anywhere else in the desert because they, unlike the Cardinals last week, (laughs) set a high bar, not a low bar. (laughs) You'll be high rolling, fine dining, lounging poolside, living large at Hilo River Resorts and Casinos. Their state-of-the-art gaming floor has it all with over 800 slot machines. I love slot machines, by the way. I'm not really a big gambler, but um, I just like the pretty lights and the noises that the saw machine makes because I'm like a squirrel. Like anything shiny, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Um, and they have over 800 of the slot machines to choose from 15 blackjack tables a live table games not to mention arizona's largest casino sports book the bet mgm sports book which is honestly super sick um it's right across from where we are at the top 12 swing seat so if you want to go play some bets um maybe watch some other football games that are happening in case it might not go well i don't know you can head on over to the bet mgm sports book and play some bets over there belly on up and let them show you what next level is all about you do you at gila river resorts and casinos visit play at for more details you what do you you do you you do you jacob i'm gonna do me you do you um hopefully kyler murray does you and balls out i'm honestly just excited to watch kyler play football like it's gonna be great honestly anything is better what
0: i don't want kyle no never mind <laughs>
1: we're moving on we're moving on we're moving on <laughs> connor stallion says r.i.p your car windows i know that's what i'm saying i hope nobody knows what car i drive because the stuff is in the back but it's hidden and it's in a box and it has like the little cover over it so fingers crossed they don't find it um literally
0: connor, just gave a detailed map on they don't know what kind of car
1: i drive though mm. i drive a red toyota tundra That's the first car that came to mind. Please tell me why a Toyota Tundra was the first car I thought about. Out of all the car options, I pick a Toyota Tundra. What is wrong with me? (laughs) I guess I really like Toyotas. Um, So shout out Kyler Murray. Hopefully it all goes well. I got to talk about the Phoenix Suns. Oh, boy. Um, Bradley Beal made his long-awaited Phoenix Suns debut on Wednesday. Um... It wasn't pretty. The game in general wasn't pretty. Um, not specifically just Bradley Beale, Because Bradley Beal is on a minutes restriction. I think he only had, he could only play 25 minutes. The game was a little ugly. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It uh, was against the Bulls and it went into overtime against the Bulls, who are honestly almost a lock for a lottery <laughs> team so I'm not quite sure why well, I am I well I know why what happened but I don't know it, it was a struggle um, and it shouldn't have been a struggle for the Suns who were projected to be one of the best teams in the West this year oh, let's take a look at the numbers shall we I really don't want to but I guess we have to um good God It took overtime. They beat them by one point. Uh, (laughs) The Suns shot 39.6% from three. The Bulls shot 42.4% from three. The Suns did out-rebound the Bulls, thankfully. Um, The turnovers, the turnovers, the turnovers. My golly god almighty. So
0: many turnovers.
1: The Suns committed 22 turnovers compared to the 14 for the Bulls. Uh, like the suns coming into that game against the bulls were averaging 16 turnovers a game and i know that's only through seven games because the bulls game was their eighth game of the season but uh, uh, 16 turnovers a game what are we doing like we need to figure that out first of all um but yeah it was an ugly win Um, Especially considering how the game started because the Suns jumped out to a really early lead. Like, they started that game and they just, like, punched the bulls in the mouth. They are like, boom. They got off to, like, a 22-4 and lead. However, by halftime, um, the wheels started to fall off the wagon because the score was tied at halftime. Not sure... Well, I know how. But they gave up that lead going into halftime. And the turnovers once again became a problem. Like, I just they were able to capitalize on the sun's turnovers by scoring 30 points off the turnovers that's the game right there if the suns don't commit all those turnovers they don't score 30 points off the turnover and they win like that's tragic so that wasn't great to watch um (laughs) despite being limited though bradley beale did play basketball it wasn't awful you could tell he was a little winded a little out of shape but the conditioning thing is easy to fix He was on a minutes restriction. He ended up going for 13 points, if you want to throw out Bradley Beal's stats. He finished the night with 13 points, four assists, four rebounds in his debut. He shot just three for 12 from the floor, which isn't great. He shot 50% from three. Uh, He committed two of those turnovers, which you don't love to see, but my God. Um, It could be worse. Not terrible. Um, Like again, I said, he was only allowed to play 24 minutes So it was a debut. It was a debut. He did it. He played basketball. Um, I think a lot of what we saw in Bradley Beal's debut was a lot of like the intangibles that he's going to offer this team this season. He distributed the ball really well. Um, You know, when you have KD and Bradley Beal on the floor at the same time, like it's like a pick your poison type of situation, which is what KD said after the game too. Um, You know, you have to pick who you're going to guard. And if you go for KD and you leave Bradley Beal open, he will probably make you pay for it. Um, That's probably going to be a little bit more true later in the season. But for his debut, definitely not bad by any stretch of the imagination. But Bradley Beal does provide, um, again, a veteran presence. And he is a good ball distributor. Um, he is a really good playmaker as well. So I think you saw a lot of that um, in his debut. And Frank Vogel agreed. This is what the head coach of the Suns had to say after Bradley Beal's debut. Well,
0: Bradley Beal is one of the best players in the NBA. You know what I mean? So he immediately gives that, that group a, a lift. And, um, you know, I just like the way they played. Grayson played really well. Nurk was sharing the basketball when they were delivering the ball to him in the pocket. Uh, K to base Diop was a really good matchup for us with, uh, with DeMar DeRozan because of his length. And, um, you know, Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. So uh, it, was a, it was a strong performance by those guys.
1: Yeah, Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. Anyone that was saying that Kevin Durant is washed, I hope that you've been shut up to start the season watching Kevin Durant play basketball. He has done an exceptional job playing without the other two big starters on this team. I don't know what else you could ask for Kevin Durant. Um, Frank Vogel also gave a shout out to Grayson Allen in that press conference, and as he should – Grayson Allen looked amazing despite getting booed <laughs> pretty heavily multiple times throughout the game, but especially when they announced him. Uh, Grayson Allen sh- finished the night with 26 points, and he made eight of three from eight of he made eight of 13 from three numbers. Um, those eight made baskets from three was a career high for Grayson Allen. Um, he also gave a shout out to Yusuf Nurkic, who. <laughs> If you watched the show last week, you know how I feel about Yusuf Nurkic, who is just a disaster at finishing at the rim um, and has not looked good defensively at all to start the season. Um, But thankfully, he had his best game uh, Wednesday night against the Bulls. He finished with 20 points, 17 rebounds, and 8 assists on 8 of 16 shooting Unexpected a little bit because he struggled so much, but it's nice to see him not struggle for once. Um, overall, like. Those are well, Jokic well,
0: level stats.
1: Oh, okay. Whoa. Whoa. We had never again are putting. <laughs> <laughs> Nikola Jokic and Yusef Nurkic in the same conversation. They were
0: once in Ever. the same conversation.
1: N- n- no, never again. They were on the same team. No, nope, never again. Nope, 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 nope. We're not doing that. Um, That's just crazy talk. That is crazy talk. Um, Overall, watching that game on Wednesday, I think there are things to get excited about. Someone in the comments said it, if you could scroll up a little bit. Um, Oh, Connor, he said it. I think we need time to learn. uh, I think they just need time to learn how each other play, a whole new team and coach. I for sure think that's a lot of it. I think they are learning each other's um, playing styles. They're learning each other as humans, as teammates. There is a new coach, new coaching staff. There's a lot that's factoring into this. And I think Wednesday was like our first glimpse into what this team can be because – things are starting to gel together right like you're starting to see like the wheels of like this wagon start to roll and like the envision the the vision that um Matt Ishbia and James Jones have for this team is like starting to come to life like the bench looked better Yusuf looked better which I can't believe I'm saying that Grayson Allen was shooting lights out you kind of got a glimpse of what Bradley Beal going to offer this team when he can go at full strength and Kevin Durant is fucking Kevin Durant and we haven't even factored Devin Booker into this yet and this is Devin Booker's team so I think you got a glimpse of it and I think despite the fact that we had to go into overtime with the Bulls who are terrible and like I said are going to be a lottery team um it kind of was a positive (laughs) I'm trying I'm trying to make this a positive okay guys just work with me here I think you got a glimpse of what this team can be and I think it should be exciting for Suns fans Should Suns fans be worried? I don't think so. I don't think it's time to hit the panic button yet. Obviously, the season has gotten off to a way rockier start than any of us imagined, considering all the money that has been spent and all the big moves that have been made. I definitely didn't imagine the season starting this way. Obviously, I also didn't think that we were going to start the season without Booker or Beal as well. So injuries have just not gone our way or been on our side. But I think it's going to be okay. I think we don't need to panic yet. I think we got a nice little taste, a nice little tease of what's going to happen with this team when we do have all the pieces in place. And if, you know, people besides the big three can contribute the way that Nurkic and Grayson Allen contributed on Wednesday, like this team is going to be really good. It's just obviously a unknown variable because we haven't seen the big three play together yet, which is crazy because we were all so excited. That was like what we were all looking forward to coming into the season, obviously. But I kind of mentioned him, Devin Booker. Devin Booker's return. <laughs> I feel like I'm plotting over here. Obviously, the team, the thing that this team needs is Devin Booker. Like this is Devin Booker's team. As amazing as Kevin Durant is, he is an all time one of the best players in the league, just incredible, and he is not washed. I never, ever want to hear anyone say Katie is washed ever again. Um, We need Devin Booker, duh, obviously, this is Devin Booker's team. I'm not saying anything that's crazy, earth-shattering, or new. We all know that we need Devin Booker back. So when can we expect to see Devin Booker back? Well, our friend Sham Sharania might have a little insider information for us, and this is what Sham said earlier this week. I'm told
0: Devin Booker is eyeing a potential return on this upcoming homestand that the Suns have. They play the Lakers Mm. tomorrow night at home. Then they play OKC on Sunday. And then next Wednesday, they play the Timberwolves at home. So three game homestand. The hope is that uh, in one of these games, Devin Booker is able to play. And then finally, you're able to get those three guys in the lineup together.
1: So we know for sure that Devin Booker will not be playing tonight because the Suns did release their injury report and Devin Booker will be out tonight versus the Lakers for the Suns' first in-season tournament game. So we can rule out today, which leaves Sunday versus the Thunder or Wednesday versus the Timberwolves. I have a feeling that they might give Devin Booker Sunday Off, So he has a little bit more time to rehab um, because the schedule works out that they have an off day in there. If Devin Booker comes back on Wednesday, that is going to be great because we're doing a son's takeover on Wednesday (laughs) and my butt is going to be in a seat in Footprint Center. So selfishly, I'm hoping that he comes back on Wednesday. But just hearing Shams kind of confirm what um, Gerald Bourget and um, Flex have been saying this whole time, that he could be coming back this week and it is likely that he comes back this week, is super encouraging because I think we've all suffered enough without watching the Big Three play basketball together to start the season. So, I'm... Hooraying and hoping and crossing my fingers and toes that Devin Booker comes back on Wednesday because I'm going to be there and you should be there too. So go get your tickets for the takeover on our website and go to the events tab. I'm really excited that we are on the doorstep of watching the big three play together. We need this. Like we Suns fans need to know that all the sacrifices that were made beginning from when we acquired kd in terms of losing mikhail losing cam johnson like campaign leaving the team like we it's been not rough i don't know it's been rough because like we obviously are we're attached emotionally to these players who were here for a long time mikhail cam the cams the twins um and so it's been a little bit of give and take like right we had to give up Two pieces that we were all emotionally invested in to get Kevin Durant here. Um, they did a lot of restructuring in the offseason. A lot of the familiar faces we've all known, come to know and love, have gone. So it's been emotionally taxing for Suns fans because you invest into the team. And then when the team changes and there's all these new faces, you're kind of like, whoa, Um, I don't know about you guys, but I don't like change. I'm a big consistency girl. I like things to stay the same. So for me, at least I can just speak on my behalf. It's been hard watching the Suns go through all these changes because I love McHale. I love both of the cams. Um, And there's been a lot of sacrifices made in terms of the future for the Suns draft picks given away and um you know trading to DA was a huge decision that um is going to be highly contentious for a long time until well until we see exactly what Da and what um, the return we got for him is going to pan out to be later on in the season. But we need something to like calm ourselves, you know. Like I need something to like hang my hat on and say like, okay, all of this like emotional turmoil has been worth it. Um, and I haven't had that yet because I haven't seen the Suns' big three play together yet. And we are on the doorstep of this. We are on the doorstep of having some of our unknown variables and our questions answered because once the big three take the floor we're gonna get some questions answered. Now, am I expecting them to come out of the gates firing on all cylinders? No, I think that's a little unrealistic. They only had one off season together to work stuff out, to become a team, to get to know each other, to learn how each other's play, to learn their um, you know nonverbal cues and things like that. So I'm not expecting them to come out of the gates firing on all cylinders. I think obviously Devin Booker is always gonna be Devin Booker. Kevin Durant is always gonna be Kevin Durant. Bradley Beal is always gonna be Bradley Beal and they are excellent basketball players on their own. Now, working together as a team is a little bit of a different story. And if the Denver Nuggets, who are the reigning champions, have taught us anything, it's that being a team is really, really important because they won a championship not with the biggest stars that you've ever heard of, the top five scorers in the league, a super team. The Denver Nuggets did not make a super team. They made a team, and they're really, really good, They have the best
0: player in the league.
1: I mean, yes, it does help. Having it does, they a do have the
0: best player in league the league.
1: MVP. I know, I'm aware. I'm aware. I watched it happen. But outside of having Nikola Jokic, they built a team, like an actual team that works together, that every person top to bottom matters, and I am the biggest believer that you're only as strong as your weakest link. And the, the Nuggets' weakest link was better than a lot of the best link on a lot of basketball play, a lot of basketball teams last year. So if the Nuggets taught us anything, it's that you need to be a team, and they're gonna have to be a team to contend against the Nuggets. Um, and so how long it takes them to figure out exactly how to play together, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they shock us. Maybe they come out of the gates and they're just firing on all cylinders and it's the best thing you've ever seen. I mean, I'm sure all three of them on a bad day is better than like a bunch of players on a good day for some other teams. So I'm obviously not saying that them all being together isn't going to be great because it is it's going to be great but it's not it might not just like all work you know right away and so i don't want to get too high i'm not gonna to get too low just like the same thing with kyler murray you know i'm learning how to be a reasonable arizona sports fan so i don't get my hopes and dreams crushed <laughs> because all i've done is good ride the wave. none of us have learned <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying i'm tired of having my hopes and dreams crushed um, but to be honest with you guys, I might cry. I might sob. Uh, and this is my unreasonable Arizona sports fan coming out. I might sob watching all three of them play together. Because if you know me, you know how invested I am in the Phoenix Suns. Like, the Suns are my team. The Suns, the D-backs, I ride or die for. Like, I will die on a hill for both of those teams. Watching them play together, I might sob. Un- like, uncontrollably sob. Because there has been a lot to get us to this point. And I'm just so excited to watch it happen. And watch the three of them work together. But the team needs to get it together quickly because there are a lot of narratives out there in national media right now that are saying a lot of bad things about the Suns and I'm tired of it. They are saying that the Suns are underperforming which I mean I agree to some extent but they're saying that they should have never been in a conversation for one of the best teams in the West which is wild to me because however you have how, when you have a team with Kevin Durant Bradley Beal, Devin booker they're automatically going to be one of the best teams in the league. But the negative narrative that is starting to swirl around this team because of their rocky start is really starting to piss me off so <laughs> the Suns they need to get it together they need to get it together quick okay expectations are so high it is championship or bust and we all know that we all know that this is the year for the suns so if they could just do us all a solid and get it together and just like gel and come out the gates that's gonna be awesome because there's a lot of eyes on this team a lot of expectations and i just want my my fragile little heart (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to be okay. It's going to get broken. Been through enough. She's been through enough. Watching the D-backs win the World Series, I thought I was going to die.
0: <laughs> they didn't win, Mac.
1: I know. I said that. Watching them not win the World Series made me want to die.
0: They know. They didn't win.
1: So, my heart is in a fragile state right now, and the only thing that can cure this heartache is watching Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, and Kevin Durant play basketball together. So, <laughs> prayers above that it goes well. Um, and the one thing that we get to look forward to tonight is is uh, the El Valle jerseys and court is going to be in action for the first time, which is so exciting because I am biased, but I do think the Suns have the best City edition jerseys and court in the league. Hands down, it's not even a question. Um, that is a picture of the court in Footprint Center right now. It is up. It is ready to go. It is ready to see some action. Um, the court is sick and the jerseys. My God, the jerseys are freaking beautiful. The inspiration behind it is all so cool. The Chicano culture that they pulled from, the LVA, like it's just so beautiful. I'm so excited to watch them ball out in these jerseys. Obviously, I would prefer to watch all three big three ball out in them together but it's okay it's gonna happen at some point so they're playing the lakers tonight fuck the lakers now forever and always (laughs) hopefully they can do it in these really cool jerseys and we can just get excited to watch the big three play together hopefully this week because according to shams it's gonna happen this week so fingers crossed The sun's future is bright. It's okay. It's going to be fine, everybody. It's so bright, in fact, that I'm going to need some sunglasses to watch their games in the future. (laughs) I'm going to watch their games wearing my Shady Rays because Shady Rays are the best premium polarized shades on the market. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company with a world-class product, just as good as any expensive sunglasses brand. They have durable frames, extremely clear optics for the outdoor adventures. I've told you guys this last week, I was a fan of Shady Rays even before they became a sponsor of ours. My brother is, an airline pilot and he has to have polarized sunglasses so i bought him a pair of shady rays for christmas one year so that he could have his polarized sunglasses in the cockpit of the plane I'm a huge fan of them you can shop their entire collection at their brand new location at the Kierlin Commons a full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays if you don't love your Shady Rays you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days there's no risk when you shop their team always has your back exclusively for our listeners Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season you can go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of Polaroid sunglasses try for yourself the shades are rated five stars by by over 250,000 people for a reason. If the Suns' game doesn't go well tonight, you already know your girls is gonna be popping in OGs to calm down because I need some help sometimes calming down because I can't do it myself. So I'm gonna pop in OGs. Um, OGs are the best scratch-made THC gummies in the state of Arizona because they're made right here in Arizona. And thankfully, our friends at OGs are partnering with our friends over at Zen Leaf, and they are offering an exclusive deal for our PHNX listeners. You can get 25% off any OGs product at your neighborhood Zen Leaf location from now until November 30th when you place an online order and then use code PHNX. Just head to www.zenleafdispensaries.com, find your closest location, order your favorite OGs gummies for pickup, I recommend the Happy Balance or the Creamsicle, the Orange Creamsicle Stevia. So good. Um, Make sure you order them for pickup and enter your discount code PHNX at checkout. The deal is exclusive only to PHNX listeners. And remember, it's available only for the online order. The pickup on location orders. The discount code is PHNX and it's active until November 30th. You guys, it's debut season. We've got... This, there's the the what's that song? The sun will come out tomorrow. <laughs> Bet your bottom dollar. I'm letting you get do monotized. that by yourself. Um, it's the you don't know Annie, the musical.
0: I know Annie. I choose not to sing Annie.
1: Okay. Well, the sun will come out tomorrow. Kyler Murray. James Conner, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker. They're on their way. Hold on, Arizona sports fans. It's going to be great. Buckle up. Hold on to your butts. It's happening. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast. To everyone in the comments, Connor, Charles, Daniel, Chris, Jan, ted all you guys thank you so much for tuning in i appreciate you all so much that you've been liking listening to me talk by myself because you don't have another choice so i hope you like it <laughs> um there's a lot of exciting things coming for tpsp that'll be happening soon so keep tuning in don't forget we'll be live next friday at twelve don't forget to like and subscribe and i'll see you guys next week have a wonderful weekend everybody bye uh,
0: mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice